0: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host Chris Fuller, and I'm eating a cookie. <laughs> and on today's episode, oh, really good, Janelle. today's a hot takes episode. Hot takes, baby. Where we try to answer, and like I said, try. We're gonna try. <laughs> we're gonna try to answer nine different questions from you, our listeners. So, Mark, are you ready for this? Hopefully, we're still friends by the end of this, buddy. I so hope let's, so. Go. let's go. Can I, I just say I almost forgot to make the musical go back up. Can can I just say I was very happy that I didn't botch that intro dude, after so long dude. of not recording. So we are we you are crushed it. We are finally back in the studio after what? 2 months? 2 months. 2 months of being out of the studio. 2 whole months, guys, between uh the holidays and surgeries and, and sickness. sickness and and unions. And, and unions and, and, and death <laughs> and happiness. I don't know. Death and happiness? I don't, I don't
1: know. Who dies now you're happy about it? <laughs> well, no. I'm not I quite mean, sure that's how this is supposed to work here, boss. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> no, but uh, Can you be it's, happy it's, when someone dies? Welcome to the podcast <laughs> if you're new. Well, so, oh man, that's a-, that, that's a Oh, that would question. be a good question. So, so uh, let's, let's, not not, one of them. let's
0: lean into that a little bit. Or no? Yeah, let's just lean in. Not like theologically, like let's start the show, but like- as a like qu- quick little fun answer question, okay. So like, could you can you be happy when someone dies? I would say yeah, in a, in a,
1: in a good context well, or a bad context. Okay, like I'm thinking of someone like, like like okay like someone in my family who's struggling really really bad, been battling different types of cancers and sickness and haven't been themselves yeah. and they've been bedridden for years. Right. And um, well, there's actually someone in our our uh, we we go to a new. Small group at a different church, right? At nine a.m., and they go to our church at ten thirty for worship. Um, but someone was saying that they're finally so. Like she's, she was like, I, I, am afraid to say it, but I'm relieved because I know my dad is in eternity with Jesus. Yeah, and he's been fighting this for so long and became such a burden. And she goes, and he hasn't been in his right state of mind forever. Right. And she goes, I know that if he was in his right state of mind, he would not want this. Yeah, you know that. That's kind of how I feel like. If, mm-hmm. if, um, you,
0: uh, Pastor Scott said it once very very good right we were it was back when we were recording at the church back back on way on about that was like 3 years and ago and we did the whole euthanization episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and he said listen 100 years ago 200 years ago we didn't have the the medical technology to to do a lot of the things that we do today and so people died a lot quicker so you have to ask yourself in this like how much is this like, keeping people and alive is God. Such and such a how big much, question. And not that he was trying to answer that question, but he's like, you got to ask yourself when you're in those. And each situation is obviously different, but you got to yeah. ask yourself, like, holy crap, what should I do, right? What should I do in this? Because 200 years ago, this person would already be gone, but should I continue? Is there a chance at them getting better? Is there a chance at, you know, mm-hmm. a, a goodness to life? But then you got to take the other flip side of it yep. and go, hmm, like, murder is wrong. <laughs> right. Like, am I murdering them? And you got to weigh that. In. And that's kind of the thing that he was saying. You got to kind of weigh those things out. Um, but for me, like, yeah, I, I think that uh, when someone passes, um, if if they know Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior, man, that that can be a it's sad for us, but it's a happy occasion for them because they get to go meet their Maker and not be in pain and agony Absolutely. anymore. So so it's a bittersweet moment, I guess.
1: And for us, I mean Beth and I, we've been watching ER. We're almost done. We're almost oh, done with ER. Dude, dude. me and Janelle been but watching it for a there while. There have too. been so many episodes where they have to make these calls right. or they have to have their spouses right. make these calls yeah. or they're, they're like they or they will have patients who have been suffering for eons of years and they're like i don't want to keep doing this i don't want the surgery and i remember there's one episode of dude your boy almost bawled his eyes out like i was like i'm not okay beth i'm gonna i'm gonna go walk around a little bit i'm letting you moment because it <laughs> was this guy who was dying right. and he like he basically was like this is it like this is it and so you literally had to deal with the emotions of watching him slowly slip into mm. normalcy being like and then watching him just just was, like was, progress was over that the that priest episode. No, that was a remember, good one. Remember too. that one where that the priest was, was like too. slowly,
0: like oh no, he was yep. a bishop. He was an that, archbishop. That,
1: that was a, one of the earlier seasons because yeah, George Clooney was. was still on that one. He, I feel like, uh, right?
0: No, it was uh, uh, what's the guy's name? The guy from Croatia.
1: Oh, Kovach. Uh,
0: Kovach. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Kovach was the one that was taking care of him. Yep, oh,
1: that's right. That's Remember because right.
0: he was struggling because his wife and child, our children, died. That was died a hard one. Like, yeah, man, that, that whole, was a oh, hard. My but no, oh, this one
1: guy—you're watching him die, in his—he was a, apparently a t- terrible train wreck of a father, and his kids were like, yeah. "You're not our dad anymore." Yes! While he's on his deathbed. Yes, I see. And that. you're watching him slip into hallucinations yeah, of yeah. going into the light, but then being terrified because it's not the light, and I'm like. Guys, um, can we not can we not do this right now? But yeah. but you know, watching stuff like that, having to be on the ground floor for that, I couldn't imagine, dude. Can we
0: just talk about like you're sitting here eating cookies while am talking, talking about death? And it's like, I saw you like break apart that cookie and like the chocolate was just like. Oo- dude, Janeil, your <laughs> I
1: didn't take a dairy pill, so I'm sorry for what's about to happen <laughs> oh, to you, boss. man. But <laughs> this is good. And our coffee's really good today, what? too.
0: I, I put the bag down here so people can see it. Because we actually brought and...
1: the bag with us. So, yes. Zach, bro. We're finally drinking your coffee. So this is shipped from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. And so I was texting with them, and I was like, "Dude, how like, how stinking cold is it actually up there?" Because we've been dealing with you know polar vortex off the Wazoo. Right down here, like the highest like last week was one degree Fahrenheit. Uh, I'm so drive. this
0: this weekend I drove into work a couple times this past weekend.
1: And you drove in the middle of the night.
0: No, no, no. Right? This is during the mo- day. This is oh, the morning. Okay. And when I was driving in, it was negative fourteen without the wind chill. It was and wild. And I'm like. It's a wee bit cold.
1: Which, when I was living up in northern Wisconsin, that was normal. Right. Like, that's what right, you expected. Right. But here, it's and not. And so, for him, he's like, oh, it's not really as cold. Oh, this was before Christmas. Yeah, it's not really as cold as it should be. I'm like, excuse me? Right. It's like, yeah, we're like, negative 40. And in, in, in my mind, I'm like, oh, there's Celsius. Negative 40 Celsius. Probably, like, what? Negative 20 Fahrenheit? No, that's no, the opposite, bro. When you hit negative, it just connects at some point. And so negative 40 is negative 40. Yeah. Like they're, they're, so, they're both the same. So, so which I think it's
0: hilarious. My teeth hurt just thinking
1: about that cold. Yep. It's <laughs> like, like chatter. Yeah. But so, so Zach sent this to us and he was like, bro, um, you you allowed to bash it if you don't like it on air, so it's we're about to really, bash it
0: right no, now. No, it's really really no, good. this is really good, bro. So we did it in a French press. Yes, we did we, French press, which is weird because we didn't communicate how we were going to brew it. And so so I, I did not grind it for French press. He, he ground it for drip, yeah. and I'm like, let's do the French press because it's clean. Yep. <laughs> so we did, it and we pre- actually had time. Yeah, we had time. Yeah. to chat a little bit, but uh, we did it French press, and uh, man, it is a it's good, a mean cup. And, it's a good cup of and decaf. Zach was looking out because the brother sent us some decaf. I typically do not like decaf. It's nope. like my most hated thing. But this is actually a good cup of tea. No, camp. this is
1: really good. So, this comes from Bean North Coffee Roasting Co. Not sponsored. And roasted in Yukon, which for us in America, Yukon is like out west. What? Wait a second. Right? Wait, so the Yukon, does it got gold in it? You
0: know, because that's where the, all the gold rush stuff
1: is at. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, is Yukon. that where it is? And then it's shipped all the way up to Canada. No, no, it's made in Canada. Yeah, it's made. Ca- you do. The there's in French Canada. on the bag. The bag is French. Yeah, that's because. Sabrina, you could read this. <laughs>
0: uh let's i see, like though. how i like how as an american you're so surprised it's like there's french on here Dude, i'm surprised there's people that live Did farther you know, north than us. if you look at any product of ours in america there's spanish can you believe that <laughs> you're like there's french yeah look at look at your
1: product and it's always spanish well yeah but i don't always just see you know france well like, like that's the, right in they, they my face. speak french up there too that's true but we won. So, um, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, so, we lost. That's true. Some people <laughs> think it was a draw.
0: We tried We tried to take uh, Canada several
1: times and lost. Just saying. Don't mess with them Canadians. Just saying. They're ruthless because it's so cold. Um, since 1997, Bean North Coffee Roasting Co. Limited has been roasting delicious organic fair trade coffee in the northern boreal forest of the beautiful t- t- Tahini? Not, that? not, that's the heart of Te uh, Takini Valley the in Yukon. We have a passion for great coffees and are committed to the farmers and communities who grow our coffees. Our transparent and direct approach to trade gives you the opportunity to share high quality coffees with so you. So
0: check them out at all your socials at, what is it called? It's uh, Bean, go to Bean, Bean North?
1: North because North up cold Canada. BeanNorth.com. <laughs> that's where it's at. BeanNorth.com. Yeah, like right there. It, yeah. So Yukon, is is that a territory? Yes. I, I am so. the most un like uncultured American swine ever. So, but Zach even wrote us a little note up here, man. I know, I like it. It's a little tear jerker. So, so Zach, I gotta make sure like, thank you for like telling us how to pronounce your name because I would have botched it. But Zach Lebke, thank you for sending us a coffee all the way from Canada, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. Which dude. fun fact we have another listener up in Canada. Not Sabrina, who is sending us coffee too. So we're gonna That's, be getting some more coffee hopefully here soon from another Canadian listener. So Zach, thanks appreciate for it. thanks for powering the pot. No, powering Anyways, the podcast. So I mean, is it can you power a podcast with decaf fueling, coffee?
0: You're fueling.
1: You're fueling, well,
0: but you're not really fueling because it's like
1: putting water in a gas tank. <laughs> no, it's not. So uh, Just we a we bit. appreciate. Good though, bro. It's, it's good. It's good hydration. This is some good. This some good. Dirty H two O right here.
0: Ooh, good, good hydration. But as someone who
1: drinks decaf almost daily, this is pretty solid. Yeah, I don't. Which drink side note? Gecaf. Did you know there's two different ways to make decaf coffee?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you Swiss water method. So what you do, is, and then there's like the EA. So l- let me go through one. it. Basically, what you oh do y'all weren't ready for this one, were you? You, you grind up the decaf coffee. And, and you, the best way to do it right is you do it in the French press, just kind of like we did do a coarse grind, put it in there, let it sit for five minutes. And when it's done, press it, pull the cap off and dump it down the drain. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's the way to make. Details. I was like, "Where are you going He's with like, this?" Wait, really? Interesting. That's a Rodney oh. Buse joke right there. That's Rodney Buse <laughs> right dump there. Dump it down the drain. That was, that was clever. But no, there's like a Swiss water method, and then there's like an EA. Like it's it's more like chemicals extract. Swiss water method costs more because it uses tons of water to make it happen. But then the EA method is there's I mean it's not just a water. It's there's more stuff to it. So it's like they both have their different pros and cons and they give a different flavor notes and whatnot i'm learning all this because i'm buying different types of decaf from here locally, yeah it's so. okay
0: man we we understand that there's some I'm getting special, old there's some special people but so i drink it's okay. half caff so that it's way okay. i can drink four cups instead okay. of two it's okay
1: it's okay it's all right we'll just it's we'll still love you oh thank you but speaking Anyways. of someone who loves us we got a review to read before we jump into this hot takes episode all right well what? Oh, how about this? Do you read the review, the I set up take. Heck yeah! That's it. what I
0: was about to say. All right, so today comes from J.U.F. G- no, it's or uh, F five T underscore. I think yeah, it'll be it's just. supposed to be just like Ma. Skater
1: Boy with Avril Lavigne. Right. With eight, but it says stead- five. So you, that song you know. so slaps. <laughs> Jesse's with me.
0: We've been away too long. I got to get used to your lingo again. Yep. <laughs> anyway, practical living. Okay. The go. hardest part about being a young Christian is the lack of wisdom. But listening to an episode of RTC is like sitting at the foot of your uncle while he ta- talks about life. Just did you just call us unk? Ba- basically, 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 you can't talk the lingo anymore. Man, no, I'm unk You just got called an uncle. I'm unk now. No, no, no. no. He didn't say unk. He said uncle. want to be the cool uncle. He wanted to make sure this boomer over here understood what he was I saying. He called cool you uncle. an uncle. Anyways. <laughs> uh no talks fair. about life if you're ever in need of a practical life advice pertaining to jesus this podcast should be your go-to keep up the good work well uh, awesome. just ma we definitely appreciate it absolutely and if you have not already reached out to us reach out to us let us know your name and address if you're here in the, the continental united states uh we will send you a swag bag, our mini swag bag and if you have not left a review yet please leave a review yep. reach out let us know you left a review we'll hook you up. And we'll hook you up, so.
1: Yeah, it's been a whole lot of fun seeing this podcast grow. Like, this is the first time we've sat here in 2024. Yep. So, yep. we haven't even reflected on the last year. But yep, last yep. year for the podcast was wild, man. We had number 32 at one point
0: so we, on the charts. We doubled our, down- I just looked at this uh, today. Because I was like, man, what did we end up doing for 2023, right? Mm-hmm. So, going into 2023, we had like 420,000 downloads, right? So, from 2019 to 2023. Mm-hmm. Or to, 20, like to 2022, 000. I'm sorry. No, we're up over 800,000. We almost doubled our downloads in one year. Holy crap. So, And that's all because of you guys, not mm-hmm. because of us. It's because of you guys and sharing and, and everything you guys do. So we definitely appreciate it. But yeah, God has done some amazing things. We've gotten to experience some cool things. We got to hang out with like Sidewalk Profits. We got to see yep. uh, Ren Collective. We got to, well, like, not really hang out with them. But well, we, we hung were, out
1: with Mark in Sanctus Real for but, a little but, while. But dude, Mark Gralem,
0: Sanctus dude, Real, the drummer. That dude was amazing. Man, that guy is so cool. He, he's like, it, it was like, you know, he's a full time youth pastor too, right? Yeah. Like I he did. is a youth yeah. pastor who plays but, drums. But the best thing was, it's full like, just when real. we sat down with him, it was just like sitting down with one of your buddies. Like, he was Dude, so was real awesome. and down to earth. It was just like, hey, like, we were a little starstruck at first. We're like, yeah. oh my goodness. And our audio quality oh,
1: wasn't too great. No. We're no, going no. to work on making the audio quality. We're going to, next year. And
0: I'd like to set up because we tried to sync the video and the video didn't come out and yeah. it didn't work. So we're going to try to figure out all of that. We got
1: work to do before the summer hits but then getting to the, uh, revive ReviveFest. So
0: we have, did you, we got two. No, inter- we can't tell them yet. We got two interviews we coming up. We can't tell so them it, yet. if you have not already, revive fest. I know a, a few of you guys came and hung out with us last year and we had a blast.
1: Yep. I think Austin and Kayla, I think you guys were looking at uh, actually getting uh, campsites, campsite? I think, yeah. but I think they're sold out
0: uh i think they had a few primitive campsites left ah. last time last time i looked
1: yeah austin ain't that you know austin's bougie so you know <laughs> but, you anyways, handle it, but not Austin.
0: i think there's some like, but there's a lot of hotels and Who stuff right
1: the thumbs up on the screen what are we actually live what on did it, are we live did, did on we, right now did we on youtube go
0: live did i did i oh you know what
1: i didn't are we live it oops hey we're live well we went live oops. are there any comments yet because um, we just got a thumbs up on instagram or on uh, uh, YouTube. Uh, we, we are. Well, guess what? You guys get a sneak peek. Can you check out? to see if we ac- Are we actually live right now? Uh, we might have accidentally gone live. We're you, live. <laughs> you are live. What's up, guys? You're hanging out but it, live. Was, it was supposed to be in the private chat. No, it says you're live. No, we're private. We're correct. So where did that thumbs up come from? Who knows? Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyways.
1: Who knows? Uh, that I, threw me uh, off. It- <laughs> either way we're back
0: we're back yeah because we got zero we got zero people on right all now. Right, so all right so anyway
1: before we jump into the hot takes check out revive fest we want to hang out with you guys there we're emceeing that mug again we got to get some more fun things
0: yeah i yeah we got to figure out what we're going to do we probably yep. won't do as much as we did last year but maybe maybe we will i don't know i don't know we'll in see. terms of
1: giveaways i don't know We'll see. yeah yeah
0: it's turn in terms of
1: fun give- I mean. I free food again that's all i want <laughs> I want free brisket. Oh my goodness. Free, free barbecue fries. I can't take you anywhere. Free carne asada. A- anyways, anyways, ice cream, that Amish ice cream. A- yo, anyways, banging.
0: anyways, so let's dive into the episode tonight. Cool. Uh, so it took
1: us 16 minutes guys. We're here. It's the first week <laughs> back. We're sorry. So <laughs> with this episode, all right, so um, inside of the Facebook group, we have a lot of different fun conversations. We've gone live in the Facebook group. And if you guys join us with that, those are always fun where sometimes we just take your questions and then we just go at each other based on what the question is with no prep, or anything like that. But we were getting so many different random questions. that I was like, all right, guys, let's just make a hot take episode. Give us your questions that you want us to give our hot takes on. And so there were some like that didn't quite make the show because there was just a massive list. So I just took nine different questions. Some are, we don't know the answers. Some are just speculatory about what we can say or what we can't, not not like, not like censored, but more like we just don't, no. There's I, not enough information. The first question will will tell you what I mean. Some of them though, we probably could go off on for a couple hours with different conversations because you and my you and me might have slightly different opinions on so I just spilled coffee all over my pants. We might have slightly <laughs> different Sorry Janiel. Um, I got my Oh, you don't have it on. What? Oh, your sound pads. No, I can't rewind that. My my leg is wet. I feel like I peed myself. Yeah, yeah, you're wet. Well, I am. Anyways, my are soaked. so you picked so, out nine so, different so, so out questions, nine some different that we can answer, some that we probably can't. Some, and so we might have to, if we're in the middle of one, we might have to, like, pause and say, we, we'll we'll get a whole episode of this one. So I don't All know right. how the conversation is going to go. Sure. I don't know how much fighting we're going to do. We're not going to do any. Oh, we're going to do a little bit. So I don't know how many. See, uh, but, see this
0: this makes me nervous because you, you're coming in looking for a fight.
1: I'm coming in looking for a fight.
0: And you had time to prep because you looked at these questions yep. and you wrote these questions. down. So that's cheating. No, that's like being prepared. That's like sucker punching right there. You're like, oh swinging on him, but I know it's coming. I gotta that's be prepared because I'm little. That's big. That's messed up, bro. I need an advantage from the anyways, high ground.
1: Anyways. So we're gonna go through the questions. We'll give our hot takes. We'll discuss a little bit and then we'll move on. All right. We might not go. agree. Some of these we might have to agree to disagree. We might just have to say we agree to agree. Or we might just say, um, yeah, we don't know. So let's 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 just move on to the next question. So all right. We'll find out. Question number one sure. for the hot take episode. So what do you think happened to Jonah after the book finished? Mm. That's a good question. That is a good what question. What do you think happened to Jonah? So The thing that happened. If you don't know, Jonah in the belly of the whale. Then he went into the city of Nineveh, preached, preached the gospel. People repented and turned from their sin. And then yeah, man. Noah was all ticked off and pouty and went up and sat under a tree and basically cursed God because he didn't want the Ninevites to repent. And you literally are left with him having a little pity party for himself. Under a tree that God gave him on a mountain. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, that's how it ends. Yeah, pretty much. There's no resolve. <laughs> Wait, let's see if we can. I'm going to pull Yeah, it, gonna, like, you read it. I'm going to the little And just so everybody can get context
1: of exactly yeah. how it ends. Uh, it's one of those books where you're like, um, are we missing a chapter? I feel like we're missing a chapter. It's kind of like watching a Disney movie, and then right before it all ends, the power cuts out, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> like, that's what I kind of feel like happened here with Jonah. All right. All right, so you there yet? I'm getting calm down. All okay, right. So it's uh, so the,
0: the chapter four questions. ends at, at ends at verse 11. I'm going to go back to uh, verse eight okay. when the, this is ESV, by the way, when the sun rose, God appointed a scorching east wind and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint. And he asked that he might die and said, it is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, do you do well to be angry for the plant? And he said, yes, I do. Well, to be angry, angry enough to die. (laughs) He was pouted because the plant died that God caused to spring up. (laughs) And the Lord said, you pity the plant for which you did not labor, nor did you make it grow, which came into being in the night and perished in a night. Mm -hmm. And should not I pity Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left and also much cattle. And that's literally that's how, it ends. how it ends. It ends on a question. So here's, here's
1: I, and, I have basically a theory.
0: That last, that last verse is basically saying, when he says they don't know their right hand from their left, he's saying, they don't know right from wrong. Should I not have pity on them?
1: Right. And it's also like, um, it, when Jesus was talking about the sheep, where it's like, how can a sheep know where to go without a shepherd? Mm-hmm. You know, like they don't know their right hand from their left hand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like a little kid where it's like, they don't know. Like So he's not saying that they were right for doing wrong. What he's saying, should I not have mercy on them? Right. So, because question then it. is, what's your theory on why the book ended that way? What's your theory? It's a good question. It's a good question. I have a thought. Go for it. I have a thought. Go my for thought. It. I've is, never really thought about it. So, I mean, this just kind of popped in my head. So, I might be blowing smoke. So, we'll see what happens. Speculatory uh, comments by Mark Hyde. This just, is the Mark Hyde translation. Just throwing it out there. So, okay. So, here's fun conversation, right? Is the whole idea of is the Old Testament God a vengeful, bloodthirsty mm. bully? We,
0: so, we've talked about doing an episode we have. just on this and for it's like hard. three years. Well,
1: cause I still listen to, I listen to so much content around this, these different ideas and these different arguments. So, I have a thought on that, but go for it. And so, we'll let you go first. So, many times in the Old Testament, we see God, and it's like, not saying we, but a lot of people accuse God of just being mean and wrathful mm. and slaughtering people and killing people and going to here and, you know going into jericho don't leave man woman or child like Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. cattle like kill all them fools like Mm -hmm. that's where it goes but then here for nineveh god is like why shouldn't i have pity on them they don't know what they're doing right which then opens the question Mm -hmm. of do all these other places know what they are doing Mm -hmm. and so therefore god can hold them liable because they knew right from wrong Mm -hmm. whereas nineveh They were a bunch of wicked people, the Bible says at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Like They were one of the wickedest cities of all time, according to the book of Jonah. But at the end, God says they don't know their right hand from their left hand, aka they don't know what they're doing. They're completely clueless. Why would I destroy them if they have no idea what's going on? So I have a theory that this goes right in the face of everybody else where it says all these other people in the Old Testament that God had slaughtered, they knew exactly what they were doing, mm-hmm. and they still chose to do it. Whereas, and it shows God's um, compassion on whom he will show compassion and mercy on whom he will show mercy. And he goes, why on earth would I not show them compassion? They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's my thought with that. Now, what happened to Jonah? My guess, I'm, I, I think, I don't know. I think it'd be funny if Jonah grew up to be like, you know, uh, Scrooge where he was just like an old, grumpy prophet. I should have never went to Nineveh. They told about the Jesus, and then they got forgiven. They should have been dead with the... Like I think that would be kind of so humorous, but I don't know. I
0: want to read Jonah chapter 3 in, oh. in response to that, okay? Oh, God. They called for a fast to put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least of them. The word reached the King of Nineveh. That's and he the easiest arose, sermon of all time. And he arose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth and satin ashes. And he issued a proclamation and published through Nineveh by the decree of the King and his nobles, let neither man nor beast herd nor flock taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man beast uh, be covered with sackcloth and let them call out to the all, uh, Call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in the hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent and turn from his fierce anger so that we may not perish. When God saw what they did, how they turned away from uh, their evil way, God relented of the disaster that he had said he would do to them, and he did not do it. So I think the difference between Jericho and these other things, right? Okay. Um, Was the fact that when a word was preached, so the Jericho obviously um, had an idea of who the Israelites were. Um, mm-hmm. These other Canaan, all these other cities where God had completely wiped out and destroyed, knew who the Israelites were and the God that they worshiped. Because how could you not? Every kind of culture kind of knew whose gods worship what or whatever. Right. The difference with Nineveh is when Jonah came with the message, basically saying, "Repent and turn." Right. And they were like, "Okay." They did. They obeyed and not just obeyed, but did so much as putting on sackcloth and mourning and, and weeping and really truly repenting and showing that repentance, fasting and all this stuff to sh- show that they have turned from their evil ways. They, they true repentance is what they did, which is why God spared them. This is why he didn't spare others, though, I think. So
1: I think that that's, that's the difference maker. Yep. All right, so let's do the next question. So that's a bit of a softball question. That was more just a, let's think about sure. it, theorize a little bit, see what's going on with that I don't think one. we really wanted what happened at the end of the book. But, we didn't. But we talked about what surrounded the book. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But this next question is a doozy. So you guys ready right. for this one? So is surrogacy an option for Christian couples who cannot have a baby themselves? Surrogacy, which is normally, I mean, oh, Traditional surrogacy is you use a different woman to carry the baby, Mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, however you want to do it. We all know Mm -hmm. what surrogacy is. But here's where the hot take comes in, right? So is surrogacy an actual viable option for Christian couples who can't conceive? Mm -hmm. Because in the last month, the Pope just deemed this sinful and wants it banned worldwide. Mm -hmm. The Pope has spoken. Mm -hmm. And he said surrogacy should be banned worldwide and there are other places like i know there's an episode of madam secretary it always go back to madam secretary there's your bingo sabrina um where they were trying to because of the vice president's uh son and daughter-in-law his daughter and son-in-law had a surrogate over like in vietnam or something like that but they viewed it as sex trafficking Mm. because you were using someone else's body to produce a kid because you can only get kid one different way. It depends. So it was illegal over that country. But I guess it would depend on if it was um, forced upon or not. Exactly. One. That's what they said. There was like they were, like, if they were vol- like they volunteered. Right. If it no was volunteer, I don't think. But it. Would it's be a, but it. I don't know if it, it's still illegal in some countries. But either way, the Pope, mm. the head of the mm-hmm. Roman Catholic Church, mm-hmm. put his foot down on surrogacy because even I mean, you have to think of the Catholic doctrine of mm-hmm. um, of. Uh, pra- uh, reproduction. That's what I'm looking for mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't believe in birth control. Right. Um, they don't believe in um, any type of surgery to prevent, whether it's like vasectomies or tube ties. Mm-hmm. They don't believe mm-hmm. in that either. Right. Um, it's just God opens the wombs and closes the womb. That's, that's what they believe. And so have a bunch of ton of babies, which that's why people ask the hides all the time. Are you guys Mormon? Are you guys Catholic? And we're like, neither we Baptist, but which we, is a really fun we, conversation, we adopt. <laughs> which is really a really fun conversation. But, but what do we like? What's our hot take on this? Is surrogacy a sin or not? Mm, it's a good question. It's a good question, and it's a scary one because we know some good friends who have done like this or uh, IVF or other different styles. I personally, I, I say that strongly as a
0: personal. Uh, um, I, I would have to study it really to to get a good biblical view. I don't. This you're not going to hear chris fuller's biblical view you're gonna hear chris fuller's hear hot take opinion at the at this time
1: There's a hot takes baby let's Jan- go january 19th
0: 2024 I need some
1: fire crackle in the background so it could definitely change don't send yourself uh, uh, to the hot place
0: i'm trying to preface all this because i don't want people to be like well you said back in, if i ever changed my opinion to say well you said i'm i'm prefacing this is an unstudied opinion just hot no, takes, right bro
1: just I
0: do not see it as a sin just because we we see we have friends that have done this mm-hmm. and have had children who um, were snow babies, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and those babies would not have ever been born had they not done this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I can see um, great things that come out of that. Now, also, on the flip side, there's some evil things where people, you know, abuse women and do the sex trafficking and, and force it upon them. And I think that in itself is a sin. And so that it really depends in my opinion on your heart behind it. And is it, is it mutual? And I could see it as a, as a huge blessing. If, if, <clears throat> if Janiel was really close and they had you know to somebody who couldn't have a child, right. And, and they wanted to have a child and, and Janiel was w- wanted to give them this gift, right. That they really desired. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see a problem with that
1: now, but could it turn into a form of idolatry where you idolize? Mm. I must, you know, carry full sure. term. I must give birth, or I must be the dad. That must be my seed. That mm. must be my DNA. I, could that become idolatry it, to the point it where definitely could you, you so,
0: turn your back on all these other kids who are already born? I, I'm not drawing a line yeah. in the sand anywhere because I think also on the flip side. You can turn adoption into idolatry, oh, If true. you worship and that idolize, and That's what you think about, and that's constantly you. You are constantly pushing it, and you don't. That's all you are ever doing. Mm-hmm. It could be a form of idolatry. You could become obsessed with the adoption process. Well, we
1: know some. We know some people who we would say have crossed the line of. Um, you do this for the recognition and yeah, for the pat right. on the back, and that's and the, that's the idolatry, or the form. people who do it for the money. Right. Like that's not that's right. not okay. That either. that
0: that. So, it, to me, it's more of a. Each case has to be taken on its own merit. Okay, right. It's hard to make a blanket statement to say this is all wrong. This is all right. It's it's what's the heart behind it? What's what's the motivation behind it? You know, have you looked into alternatives? Is there you know? There's different, but, lots of different
1: questions you could ask. This is the question us. I ask mm-hmm. is because surrogacy. I mean, there's different types where you take someone else's egg mm-hmm. with. Your husband's sperm, like if you're, you can't produce the eggs sure. or vice versa, if, if it can't, if the guy can't produce, you know, the, the sperm and the eggs, totally cool. Like, like there's different, my chair just squeaked. Um, there's a lot of different causes for it, right? Sure. But is this us playing God and mm-hmm. saying, I will create life. So here's the question. Versus just it
0: naturally happening. So here's the question. All right. All right. And I'm going to, I'm going to hit you personal to home. Oh, crap. So. If Lennox was not to have the sur- heart surgeries and the surgeries, are we acting like God giving him the surgeries?
1: And that's that's a fair question. So
0: that's what I, I go to. Or question. is it that God has given us the wisdom and knowledge and given our doctors the skill to be able to do this, right? Has he done this? Is this still him? It's his works through other people. And that's kind of the way I look at, at medicine, right? Um, doing it with the right hearts of, hey, prolonging and helping a, a little baby boy it's not his fault he is the way he is, right? And Correct. we and we can help him. I think that is a gift of God. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. No, I agree. And so that's where I say, No, I don't think it's playing
1: it's playing God, right? I I don't see it as playing but God. But I feel like that's that's a slightly different thing though, because this is more of a surgery to help a life that's already here go. Sure. This is more of I can't have a kid. All I want to do is have a kid. All I want like if you hear a mom's of I was Born to be sure. a mom, but I can't get birth, so therefore sure. I will force this to happen and someone else will carry it for me and we'll pay them forty so, but G's. But what about 50 somebody Gs. who had
0: uh was in an accident or something like that that it was or taken? Or like had that, that, that now was now taken now. from them, right? So and but they desire that, right? Mm-hmm. Um now again some people are totally okay with adoption, but as you guys know, adoption's hard, hard because uh, most kids that are adopted out don't come from a good family. No,
1: there's a reason so why you, you have to right, have a you have to have yeah. a
0: special heart for that, right? I, I really believe wholeheartedly that not everybody is made for adoption. To adopt, I, I wholeheartedly believe that, and I know we may disagree
1: on that. No, no, but, no, no. But you have and to have is,
0: such a heart for that,
1: right? And I never felt called to foster or adopt either. Sure. But I was able, to, I was given this gift of being able to be these these girls' dad. But, like but, that's a gift. Yes, but you were also given the gift of of you've always.
0: Interacted well with children, youth minister. Right, that's a gift that you were given. So, but having a twelve-year-old girl in my house is a lot harder. I than I understand. Having a bunch yeah, of, I get, oh, yeah, woo, I get that. But you were still, <laughs> you were still gifted in a way that, though you may not have been felt called to do that, it still meshes well with the calling that
1: your wife has. It and, and that's well. it, is it. it and we were talking about other. that in in our Sunday school class. I right. said, you know, I always felt called to take care of kids. Or more so, teams. When my dad passed away, because my youth pastor, and my pastor stepped up to the plate right. and became a spiritual father for me. I want, I want to do that for other people too. Mm-hmm. And I get to literally do that for five extra girls. Right. That the fact of not just like I get to be a father figure, or be get to be a good influence. I'm their dad. Right. Like, holy crap, that's awesome. Right. But so going back to the surrogacy thing, though, um, that was a cookie burp. Thanks, Shaniel. Those were yummy. That's my fourth cookie, by the way. That's my fourth one. It was Dang, yummy. It's the Winter Dad Boss coming, coming on, bro. But so, so, with, with surrogacy, yeah. should it be banned? That's a hard one. So, I would say. That's a say, hard one. I, I, I honestly don't know because. Is it a sin? Let's deal with that. Let's not talk about banning. Let's talk about is it a Does it sin? go against the law of God? I would say no. I don't see it. It doesn't go against I the don't law see of it. God. That's
0: that's un- again. This is it a doesn't un- go against un- the law of God. Un- I have not specifically studied this subject in God's scripture, so this no. is just
1: my opinion off the top. Well, of my it head. doesn't. Th- 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 this wasn't an option. I mean, right. the only thing closest that we have is with um, Abram, Sarah, and and and, and, and uh, uh, Hagar. Yeah, Hagar. Where right. if, if a if a wife couldn't produce an heir, the hand. And now this was just cultural. The first handmaid right. would like, you know. And then get pregnant, and then but that would become also, their kid, and not also you know. it wasn't the handmaid's
0: choice, though. Think about it that way. But to, yeah, they didn't get a choice in that matter. That's kind of it so is th- what it th- is. To me, like that's a different subject, right? Like, that's that, true. that, that you got uh, to me. That's the only
1: closest thing, right? But should it be banned? Is it a it, that's the thing? Is is it a sin? Does it go against the law of God? I would sure. say as long as you don't have an idol in your heart of you want to be a mom so bad and get, give birth so bad that you will do anything likewise to make it on the flip side mm-hmm. if being
0: not a parent is an idol in your life that's true or being a foster parent is an idol in your life it's so true really you have to check your heart and that's why i say each individual has to determine this for themselves in their situation I- because anything could be an
1: idol i could make drinking water an idol if i wanted to if it's like oh no sorry mark i I, I got well well, no 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 no, no. i'm connected (laughs) with someone on linkedin where she said she had an. what did she call it um she had and she had some eating disorders but she also called it like an exercise addiction or something like that
0: and i'm like that's a thing yes 100 percent. where they're addicted i've i've known people that are like that they're addicted to the gym like they can't live a day without going to the gym Mm. and it's not like a little time it's like six to eight hours at the gym is what they spend. They they spend a work day at the gym. So, I I mean, you can make anything an idol and we've talked about this. I mean, you can make food, you can make coffee. We've talked about all the stuff and it becomes an idol in your life. That's where it becomes a sin. Mm -hmm. If you make it an idol. And so I think that's where I'm going to leave. Is it a sin? It's only a sin. If you make it an idol, and that's where I'm going to leave my opinion. I
1: think that that's one. fair. I also don't think it's fair because, you know, there's the whole, the, my body, my choice thing. I feel like a religious author, like, like a religious leader could say, like, I don't believe this is God's will, but this is where the power of the Pope can get a little out of hand, where if yeah. he goes, I want to ban everywhere, and you all should ban it. So now all these bishops all of a sudden are going to start wanting to ban. And what happens if somebody has a kid uh,
0: out of that? Or do they, do they get excommunicated from the church? That's my next question. Like, and, and what's the reasoning? Like, I would love to know the reasoning why he wants a ban. Like, what his his scriptural backing? That's what I want to know. I don't think there is scriptural backing. Well, but that's what I want. The Pope is saying it for a reason, so I want to mm-hmm. know what his thinking is behind it. Yes, yeah. I'm kinda, just just I'm curious. But right. anyways, uh,
1: we've gone through two questions so far, guys. Question number three. We'll great. try to make this one <laughs> quick. Here we go. Should Christians fight for animal rights? Animal rights. Animal what, rights. Should Christians fight I guess my, for my, animal rights? Like fir- animal preservation. The pipeline up north, animal sanctuaries. So Do all dogs go to heaven? We should do some animal <laughs> blessings in church. We a lot of fun you're, questions. You're really throwing out some stuff. Um well, that's what it is. We
0: are called to to care for the things that God has given us and yep. be steward good stewards of whatever God gives us. Mm-hmm. Most people like to attribute that to just finances or family or like children, but I think it applies to more than just that. We should care and take care of our resources, but they are resources that we can use. Right, and Adam was told to tend the garden, which the animals were included in that garden. Definitely. So, um, also, you know, God is the first person to kill something to make clothing. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You know, God commanded sacrifices of animals. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you, you, know, that's where I go, okay, it's, it's there, they are a resource, but we should care for the resources and we should be good stewards okay. and not just do, um, un unnecessary killing, unnecessary killing of trees, unnecessary, you know, we should just, we should use what we need to use in order to survive. Um, and, um, not like, so my dad always taught me, Hey, I grew up going, he goes, if you kill it, you eat it. Because it's a resource <laughs> of God. So if you're going to kill that frog, you're going to eat that frog. And I'm like, right, oh, wait, really? I'm not going to kill that frog then. <laughs> yeah, because I used to kill, like, I used to do all stupid stuff. I, I was a boy. I a lot of stink bugs. So dude. he was, yeah, he was like, well, no, bugs were a different thing. But yeah, so it's the same, you know, kind of thought process for him. Now, I'm not taking it to that extreme. But to me, it's like, um, I don't unnecessarily kill things. If if I kill them, it's for it's going to be for a purpose, right? I'm, if I'm killing the stink bug, it's because they're an invasive species, and it's going to end up killing the environment if I let them live. <laughs> so that's I go, And it's in my house. I'm going to kill it. Yep. Um. You know, spiders. Uh, spiders become can become if un, left unchecked, on base invasive species. Any species of animal or insect or fish can become invasive and totally um and uh, destroy. Um, an ecosystem, if left unchecked, so mm-hmm. I think that there is reasonable um, thought process be behind um, some of the stuff. Now, I think we've taken it too far, which is why we've had to do animal preservation,s mm-hmm. like you know the bald eagle, you know we, they were hunted, uh, be uh, to, uh, near an extinction, or and some like the white rhinos, rhinos exactly. or elephants so or tusks. That's yeah. us as humans. We weren't taking care of those resources which God gave us. So I thought we, I think we, as humans, sinned in those areas of we didn't care for and make sure that. It was a lot of unjust killing. Was, we were killing them for their horns and their tusks. And, you know, that was stupid. Like, that's not the reason why we do that. So
1: that's where I'm Yeah, I and at. I do think, like, like we should be against things like, you know, dog fighting and cock fighting yeah. and stuff like that. Because that's letting animals use and abuse themselves for our own pleasure. It's like modern-day Coliseum-type crap. But, but you know, no, what so I think of— So is football. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do you care who's in the Super Bowl this year? Who, uh, do you care who's gonna win the Super Bowl this year? I my the team I was rooting well, okay. My team is the Bears. You don't want to see the Chiefs win and have Travis Kelsey
0: and Taylor Swift kiss while the, no. the confetti comes down. No. I was <laughs> I was really pulling for once the Bears got knocked out, I was pulling for the Eagles, but they're knocked out now too, so I don't Dang, know. I'm Jason do Kelsey <laughs> retired, man. Jason Kelsey. Uh, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure.
1: Anyways. I just have a heart for the you know Green Bay. I was a big Green Bay fan growing up. So we'll see if Jordan I, Love can do again, it. Again, Bears fan? No. Or Baker Mayfield. I love CBA. I would actually, I'd it. pull for the Lions. Tampa Bay. I'd pull for the Lions. I feel Lions. like everyone has to. I mean, they have never won a Super Bowl. They like never won a playoff in four field until last week. They've never been
0: to a Super Bowl. That's true. I'm kind of pulling for the other. And underdog. let's be honest, Anyways. Detroit needs a W in some way, shape, or
1: form. So, um hey, boy, hey, that's listen, just facts. Listen here, the Tigers do pretty well <laughs> some seasons. <laughs> some seasons. But but the Pistons for sure ain't doing well this year from basketball. But mm-hmm. but so with but animal rights, though, like obviously we don't want to like let animals fight or we shouldn't be abusing animals as well but i do think people go too far though where like you know when we had all those canadian geese that were all in mishawaka in their container of water and so they lured a bunch of them into the city park and had slaughtered like hundreds of them right. like they had massive v- visuals and walks and marches and rights and all these different things same for the deer down at um potato creek because the deer were just Rampant, So they were like, overseas des- season baby, go get them. But that's the thing, right? They were destroying the ecosystem. They were destroying the ecosystem. They were, they were left unchecked. But, and- but the th- question that uh, some people have is, should animals have the same rights as humans do in a lot no. of regards? And I, you and I would both say, no, no, that, no, no, they don't. Right. But um, at the same token, yes, we need to take care of our environment and yep. take care of what God has entrusted 100%. us to take care yeah. of and also eat. And well, bacon and well, steak while we're well
0: also recognizing sin is going to corrupt and destroy this earth absolutely, anyway slowly over time as it has so we're not going to be able to totally preserve the earth Right
1: now so- I will say yes we should take care of animals and I'm thankful for animal sanctuaries um, but I've seen a lot of people try to guilt people into we should be like foster dog parents and this that and the other yeah. and I'm like there's a lot more kids who need home more than a dog does so <laughs> Is <laughs> so right. that a goat? It was a sheep, man. That I, was hilarious. I just looked down and like, right. oh, yeah, I
0: forgot about this. Question sheep. number four. Oh, anyway. 42
1: minutes in, folks. I just we, mentioned we, the time again. This, Bingo. You, here's the thing. Let's do the next. Dude, these are all the hard questions. Let's do the next question. <clears throat> and then do let's, part two? Let's do a part two. <gasps> Can I at least read the questions? People are ready for the yeah. next week? Yeah. All right, so I'm yeah. going to yeah. read the, all the questions, then we'll do the next one. Let's do the. No, do the next one first, and then we'll read all the questions. Then we'll do
0: give our final thought on the first four. Okay. And then we'll do fun fact. Because people
1: are going to love our next handful of questions. All right. All right. So here we go. So number four, I think that's one we can go into a little bit. Can I love Jesus, but A, not like the church? Or can I can I love Jesus and just not really be in, in the local church game? Mm. Like like I love Jesus, I love saying the word. I love what he's all about, but man, them churches suck. Yeah um because we do see some of this conversation in the facebook group that's been really fruitful conversation has been really this, good people it, have been it heard reminds or they me, can't
0: find one so somebody i know who's gonna or is it two who's, who's, who's gonna remain nameless uh, just asked me the, uh, a similar question uh they listened to our should christians be church members episode
1: oh that's yeah
0: and was that a two-parter i don't remember i don't know but but this person okay uh, did not agree with us that they should be a church, that they should be a member, as that in, they should be able to hop from church to church. Oh, to church. so and,
1: not so much as membership biblical, but yeah, it's more, if yeah, we're yeah. part of Anyways. the church, what local church does it really matter? right? And right. that's part of this question, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It kind of yeah.
0: ties all into this Because too, the but, but.
1: church was the gathering the called out ones, right. maybe not the corporatized yeah. church that we see in America, specifically so, America
0: today. So I'm going to give a similar answer, which I gave to that person Ooh, who, okay. who asked me that question.
1: You they, said you weren't
0: prepared. They still didn't believe me, or not believe me. They still didn't agree with me. Is the correct word? I don't because <laughs> it's me giving an opinion again. So hot take, hot take. Anyways, uh, I would say it is important for you can not like a. Body, a church body, right? There, there could be certain church body. I don't particularly like a a mega style church that we have here in the community. I don't like their style. I don't like how they handle things. I don't like how they handle the scriptures. Um, that's just me. I don't have a preference for it, right? I guess that's a better word. I, and not liking, I don't, I don't. It's not my preference. I. It's not my preferred way to worship. and to mm. gather, that's not for me. I think we're called to love. Our brothers and sisters, because we're called to even love our enemies, right, and do good by our enemies. So, if we're called to do good and love our enemies, likewise, we are called to love our brothers and sisters in Christ, right? So, there we're all faulty humans. We're all going to make mistakes. Church is everybody makes mistakes. Church is messy. If you go to a church thing it's going to be perfect, and you're never going to be hurt or offended by anything or by anyone, Mm, I hate to tell you, it's going to happen eventually. I also believe it is extremely important. Like we talked about before in previous episodes to be part of a body and, and it's for several aspects of one. It's it's the biggest thing is accountability, right? If you're not in a body, um, who are you accountable to? I submit myself to, to my pastor and my leadership team, right? Mm-hmm. They have all aspects and visuals, and, and I'm, I, they ask me stuff, and I share openly and honestly with them because they're my trusted brothers. Now, some people may be involved in a church, which we get into our other episode we have is when, sh- when is it okay to leave a church, mm-hmm. right? We went into that episode before. And it goes in, if you haven't heard that, I don't know what number it is. Off oh, the top yeah, of. I don't remember either. But go back and, and just type in our website in the search, but uh, leave church or something like that. I'm sure it'll pull up because uh, he's got pretty good algorithms in there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> look, it. you're going to pull it up, aren't you? Um, so... Um, there, You got to take that if you're not, obviously, if you can't trust or feel you can't trust, maybe you need to be looking at that, finding another body. But I think it is important to be plugged into a body where you can have community. You can find your tribe. You can have those relationships. You can have that open accountability with believers. But you're also working and serving and worshiping with other believers, which strengthens us. It edifies us in our faith doing those things. And I know people don't want to believe that but some of the best times I've ever had and, and this is what I hear in our church people go the I feel closest to, to God when I'm serving with others mm. and and it is so true because you you gather and you you get a, you have the same goal and, and you serve together for the Lord to accomplish that goal that he has set forward for us and so because of all that um, I think it is important to be in the church um, to, to be able to serve, to worship together, to edify each other, to have that accountability with each other, and to just have people to, to live this faith out with, to have these types of conversations with um, that may not be as easily accessible uh, if you're not involved in the church.
1: Um, episode 220, by the way, is go. when should I leave my church? Now, you know, to answer the question of can I love Jesus but not the church, I think in some regards you can say, yeah, like I, I think you could, you could love Jesus and not love the church because again, like we said, the church is full of broken people and sometimes do broken things. Now here's, but, but there's a, but there's a, but what, what was your, but well, but then what do you do with loving your enemies? And that, Oh, that's a good question. What if your enemies are the church, the them I folks mean, in the church?
0: I mean, aren't you called to love then? So even if you don't, I mean, that's why I say like and love are two different things. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like the church, but you got to love the church. <laughs>
1: and, and there is something to be said. And, so and again, maybe that, maybe we, we should talk about liking the church oh, rather than loving. That's <laughs> that. That'd be a good. Que- that that's that's a good. Um. um Anyways, degree of separation I'll, for that though. But you know, we here are blessed here in Michiana, where there are many different kinds of churches mm. when it comes to style. Whether it's more traditional, you know, smells and bells. Um, I mean we're we're right by Notre Dame, so we got Catholic city, our Catholic churches in every single little community. We've got apostolic temples, yep. the brethren. Methodist I mean, we got, we got all over the place, whatever you community want, community churches, Baptist, American <laughs> Southern, mega churches, Lutheran churches. <laughs> we love we love our Missouri Synod churches. We got some of those yeah, around here too. Yeah. So we have so many different styles and um types of churches. Where I could say like you can kind of pick one the type of one you want within a thirty minute drive. If you live down in the south, you're in the Bible Belt. You have a lot of different options as well. But I do know we have some listeners who are like over in Utah, and they're like Mormon City. We don't have that. (laughs) Yeah, like there's one church, and I don't want to go to that one because it is whoa. We ain't doing that. And so, so I do feel for the people that can't find a local body to to be a part of but you know in, in, in the catechism that we're going through with the kids one of the questions is I don't think it's like what are the marks of the church but it's more about like kind of what 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 are the main elements that are inside of a church mm-hmm. and the answer is the word, discipline and the sacraments. Like those that's the answer. Mm-hmm. And the idea is the fact of in the church, the word is the Bible is preached and taught mm-hmm. and studied and mm-hmm. applied to all areas of life. Mm-hmm. And then there's discipline because there's actually safety in that as well. Because mm-hmm. when you're inside the church and you're you're discipling together, you're learning to grow in your faith with one another, there is protection from the outside because the Bible says that the devil's like you know, he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Mm-hmm. So and also when you're a sheep and you're inside of the sheet pen with the shepherd at the gate, Jesus being the great shepherd. There's a lot of protection inside of that as well. But there is also the discipline, church discipline side of, you know, if people are intentionally or even unintentionally hurting other people inside the body, the elder's job is to remove that person so that way the body can be okay. And so many times, sadly, and this is where a lot of the reasons why people hate the church is because the elders... In my opinion, don't have the guts to do what they're called to do. Mm. Where they just let seeds of discontentment and so like in discord and um murmurings and uh busybodies and gossip and slander and opinions to go rampant in the church where all the good people leave because they don't want to be part of that or they, they're hurt so they go because they don't want to hurt the person who's doing all these different things rather than mm. putting their foot down. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we should walk around and church discipline the living tar out of folks either, yeah. but there is something to be said. There's, of, a, line. There's a line you got to walk. The elders are called to protect the to protect the flock because they are the under shepherd under the great shepherd until mm-hmm. the shepherd returns mm-hmm. and they have to give an account. So there is protection side of the church, but yeah. then with the sacraments, the sacraments are baptism and the Lord's supper. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the two different acts that we do to look back on what Jesus did for us on the cross, remind mm-hmm. us of, of that and the penalty he paid for our sins and looking forward to when he's going to come again. So when you're not involved in the body, or you're not involved in a good local church, you are missing out on growing in the word together Mm -hmm. and growing in discipline and discipleship together. And also you're missing out on the beautiful elements of the church, which you can say, Oh, we do it at home. But you know, these are called to do when the church body comes together of baptism and, and Holy communion. So if you can say, you know what, you know, I love Jesus, but the church ain't for me. I'm not saying that you're stupid. And you didn't get your head on straight, but it's more the fact of I want to say, well, why? Why do you feel that way? Right? Is it the fact of you've had a which is valid? You've had a bad experience. You've Ch- been burnt, burnt church hurt. You've been we have an episode burnt on that. by <laughs> pastors. You've been burnt by congregation right. members. I mean, there's so many pastors nowadays that swindle money, that do all these well, things. And oh, we yeah. had we had a great conversation with Tim and Sarah Carroll, where Tim was just starting to get back into his faith, and then they found out that their pastor was embezzling the tar out of that church, right. and then stole a bunch of stuff when they when they like when they or. It just went missing and he said he never saw it, but like tons of media tech was just gone after he dipped and they're all like, what's going on? And Tim was like, if this is what the church is, I don't want any part of this. So what am I supposed to do with my faith now? Mm-hmm. And so there is legitimacy into being hurt by the church, which sometimes then makes us beg the question of, is the church to corporatize in that protection, and I do know this is where a lot of Methodists and even Catholics and Eastern Orthodox will say that's where there is protection in the top-down system because they make sure that you know that the the the, the people in the pews aren't running the show and destroying this this work of God in there. And I'm not saying that's the best answer for everything either. But at the end of the day, if someone was to say, "Can Bingo. I can Sorry. I can I love Jesus but not love the church?" I would say, but. The church is Jesus's bride. And if you're not going to love someone's bride, how can you be friends with that? It's almost like well, it's someone like, saying, I love you. I can't stand back. So,
0: uh, and I, I can't I, be friends with you. I don't know where it's at, but I don't remember what book it's in. But it says, how can, in you, the Bible? Say, yeah, how can you say you love me and hate your brother? Is thats that 1 is that John?
1: Uh, man.
0: I don't if remember. It's, if it's love
1: that. me, it'd probably be in the Gospels. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so
0: I just want to read Hebrews ten nineteen through twenty five real fast. And, okay, and, and
1: and then we'll add the final thoughts,
0: and then we'll go ahead and do we'll it. read the read the next five questions. Yeah. So, therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that He opened for us through the curtain, that is through His flesh, and since we have had our we have a great pe- uh, priest over the house of god let us draw near with true hearts and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from from an evil consciousness and our bodies washed with pure water let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So I just want to say, like, to, if, if the church is screwed up, that's we're, we're called to, to help, to, to, to help them in love do good works. We're, we're supposed to call and, and and bring them along with us in this. And, and that's the habit we should be forming, and not the habit of some people who don't mean. We should be assembling with the body of believers to do that.
1: So... Okay. And, and and we talked about this too, where it's you know, just because you are part of a church doesn't mean you have to be in that church for forever either and so there's times and seasons be part of different bodies and different groups but there is something to be said about submitting yourself to the elders of the church for their teaching and for their shepherding and for their, their their counsel being part of a body with like you said accountability and just making sure it's going on like I have accountability at New Life like if crap's going on I know Kalen's gonna be up my butt doing like yo bro what's up you don't look so hot you alright mm-hmm. like I have that when I go to church every single Sunday you know I have it here for the podcast for you mm-hmm. and even though we're not not the church, the Bible, the Bible even says, "When two or more gather together, I'm there in your midst." So right. there is something to be said about that. Right. But you know, but when we see Jesus's bride, the church, we do need to love the bride as well. You might not like that local. Gathering, <laughs> gathering, and maybe that local gathering needs to get their heads out of their own butt. Let's sure. just call it like it is. Sure. But you know, you do need to find a body of believers where it's like, and, and even you might be like, you know, I I, just, I don't agree with all the different points of theology that you teach, but I know you love Jesus. I you, you guys walk out your faith. Well, there's room for conversations and different parts where you know there's secondary issues we can have some of these conversations, but we're going out and living in our faith, and I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that either.
0: Yeah, no, and I th- but I think that you should, like we've said, finding your tribe is not finding a tribe that like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm calling this. Yes, right I'm calling this my tribe because we agree. But as as soon as we disagree with one thing, I'm I'm bouncing. Like there's something to be said about commitment, right? Mm -hmm. You want true relationships. You want that openness and that honesty. You have to commit yourself just like that other body of believers needs to commit themselves to you. um, Which goes back into our membership conversation. This is why churches, many churches have a membership. It's that commitment that you're making to that body and that body is making to you.
1: All right, so you ready for this? Let's go. Here's the five questions that we have not gotten to yet that we're going to get to next Next, week. Next And we're going to keep the banter at, like, nothing. (laughs) Because this is going to take the whole time. You're right. (laughs) Sure. Question number five. um, Pastors shouldn't have a rich or lavish lifestyle, or more so, can a pastor have a rich and lavish lifestyle? Yep. Number six. Should women be allowed to preach on a Sunday morning even though they're not like the lead pastor Mm -hmm. because an elder is different than the person just speaking. That's, that's, that's what that one is. Another one is, is if God chooses the elect, then doesn't he also choose the non-elect and therefore did he create people to suffer in hell? Mm -hmm. The next one is do people actually stay in hell for all eternity, eternal conscious torment. And the last one is can Christians cuss? What is even a cuss word? Mm-hmm. That's what we want our hot takes to be. Mm-hmm. So, and, and there is a caveat because because words are cultural and fluid and, and change, yeah, change we, meaning. Yeah, we definitely disagree so, on some of these, I guarantee it. It's going to be good. <laughs> so, we got some good hot takes on some of these next points coming up next episode. But before we go, we can't leave yet. You know what time it is now, Fuller? What time is it? Time
0: for Fun, fun Taxes Fuller.
1: <laughs> All right, bro. You got to get a new fun fact for next week's episode. I know, you I only know. got one prep. Right. So, what is the fun fact, though, to end this wonderful first time recorded in 2024? So, the fun fact of the day is Did you know
0: Hawaii gets three feet closer to Alaska every year? The Aloha State sits on a tectonic plate called the Pacific Plate that shifts closer towards the mainland every single day. No way! Yeah, so every year, we'll get just a little bit closer to Hawaii. So, baby, in about 50 years, maybe we'll be closer if we can take that trip to Hawaii.
1: So, my question (laughs) then is, is at what point are Hawaiians, Alaskans, and Alaskans, Hawaiian? Ooh. And um, when is— See, this is why we made a mistake because they're going to be a very of part of us rip. anyway. But, is that like, but for real, they move yeah. three feet closer. I'm curious to see how long it's going to take before they would get close to Alaska. Like, how many years would oh, that take?
0: Yeah, we'd have to figure out the distance. Maybe we'll do that. Because if
1: they're a 1,000 miles away, I mean, psh, Maybe we'll
0: do that as part of our short banter, and we'll figure out what the miles are from Alaska to Hawaii. That's wild, by dude. Three feet. You know what else is
1: wild? What's that? That people have been listening to this podcast for many, many, many weeks, and you have not either, A, liked and subscribed. Yep or followed, or B, have not joined the Facebook community group where all of these questions originated. So if you are new to the podcast or you've been listening for a while and you haven't really jumped into the Facebook community, I would encourage you to do such. You can stalk, you can creep, you can scroll till till the cows come home. You can do whatever you want to do inside of there. But it's an amazing community where we are able to ask questions, continue conversations, pray for one another. And we also even have a Bible reading devotional group where they actually have like a chat inside of, yep. they have a group inside of the group. Yeah, I mean, anyone can join me. are doing devotions the and devotions. conversations together. Like We got yep. people in the group reading the Bible together, which I'm a part of, and this has been a really crappy week, and your boy has only read like one day out of the five so far. It has not been good. So <laughs> your boy needs to get his butt back on the wagon and keep on going on. Yeah, and if you haven't already, uh, go over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, and
0: that bell notification. So, when we're on, you are notified, just like we thought we were somehow live
1: tonight, but we're not really it live. It just showed another just, thumbs up on the screen. So, I don't know if that's StreamYard doing something I, it, or I, what. I'm not
0: sure. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and check us out over there. Subscribe. I think we're over almost like uh, 1,100 subscribers or that's something dope. over there. That's, that's pretty real awesome.
1: So, yeah, go check us out over there. And if you want some merch, head over to the website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Hit the store tab and get all your merch there. And if you have any questions where you're like, maybe maybe I want to ask them this question or have a question about the Faith. i mean shoot guys we've done over 200 episodes we probably have covered something similar so the search hit bar. the search <laughs> bar find the episode and get the answers that you need come back next week same time same place for hot takes part two so until then take it easy